Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. For 2015, what do you say we let Jesus take the wheel again? It's a phenomenal concept. And for many of you out there, you know exactly what I'm saying. That sometimes when you've lost complete control, at some point, you can let go of the wheel. And then Jesus, he's going to take the wheel. And when he does, it's going to completely blow you away. I've done this show before, and we are asking you the listener today, to call in with your story. When did Jesus take the wheel? And I'm telling you, all these stories are going to bless everyone listening, perhaps even save a life or several. So if a story is popping into your mind, don't wait. Just call us, 866-348-7884. Really, what you share is literally a testimony of what God has done in your life. 866-348-7884. And As I started out this show years ago, when I did the Jesus Take the Wheel show, I used this illustration, and so I always use it because it perfectly illustrates it to me. What happened was my father was the AMC Jeep dealer in 1971, actually in 1969 through 75 or so in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And he traded for, of all things, Joe, and I got Joe Avendola, one of my Jesus Labor Love guys here with me today, so he can appreciate this. He traded for this little Fiat Spider convertible. And being the good dad that he was, he said, son, you know, I was about 16. Why don't you take that, you know, just drive it home and it'd be fun. And so I take this Fiat Spider convertible, which, believe me, was a matchbox. (laughs) (laughs) On all sorts of levels, it was a convertible. I go to take it home. And when I got home, my little brother, who I was 16, that might have meant my brother was 14. And we said, you know, up there on... The Mesa, that's what you call it in Albuquerque, up there where nobody lives. They were going to build some houses, and they'd laid all the streets up there, but they had no houses up there yet. And so here were these essentially (laughs) city, I mean, uh, neighborhood streets, and they were all laid out. Well, they made a great racetrack if you had a vehicle. (laughs) Now, don't try this at home. Nobody, please, 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 for goodness sakes, don't ever try this. But if you've ever driven a little Fiat Spider like that, they handle fantastic. And so we were going to see just how well this car handled. And so we found this regular 90-degree street neighborhood kind of turn, and we start driving it and going around and around and seeing how fast we can go. And so we take it at 50. My poor mother's shuddering right this minute. And we, you know, because both of the Dillmore sons are in this same car, we take it at 60. We take it at 70. Now it's getting a little exciting, to say the least, because the car's drifting out pretty good as we're coming through this. And each time it drifts a little bit more. So we take it at 80, and I'm like, okay, we're going for it. We get a long straightaway. We're going to go 90 miles an hour in this 90-degree turn in this Fiat Spider. Crazy 16-year-old. That's why kids should be 18 before they drive. <laughs> Again, don't try this at home. So because I knew the car would drift out some, I went as far inside in the curve as I possibly could, not realizing that there was sand, being that it's in the Mesa in New Mexico. There was sand in the inside of the curve where the water had washed out. Well, as soon as this Fiat hit that sand, it began to spun, spin. 
And spun's probably a better word because it spun and spun and spun and spun. And so being a foolish 16-year-old boy that had no clue whatsoever, I just simply let go of the wheel. I don't know what else to do. I mean, the car's spinning. I just let go and looked freaked out and scared to death that I've killed my brother because if you hit the curbs on either side at 90 miles an hour in a Fiat Spider, it's all over. And the top's open, and you can see the world going round and around and around really fast. And when the car came to a stop, it just kind of rocked back and forth. My brother and I were looking at each other like, what in the world? You know, and it actually stalled the car. It was a straight drive. And as we looked down the skid marks that were down this residential street, it was perfectly in the middle. Never came within four or five feet of the curb on either side because... Jesus had taken the wheel and decided to save the Christian car guy's life from being a complete moron, I guess for lack of a better word. At that age, Jesus took the wheel, and so I'm here today, (laughs) 50-some-odd years later, however much longer to share this story with you in hopes that this reminds you of some point in your life. Now, it may be a car story. It may be some other way your life was spinning out of control where Jesus took the wheel But we want to hear your story. You call in and share. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH if you're digitally gifted and you know how to do that. But one more time, 866. We have lines open. We would love to hear your Jesus took the wheel story. 866-348-7884. And also this morning, we're going to give you an update on our request for help last week on the Jesus Labor Love, that's free car repair labor for single moms and widows, families in crisis. And we did get some special help, and I want to share some of what God showed up in, in a lot of different ways in that situation. I'm going to share that shortly. And the other thing I want to share is when I did this show years ago, I got this call. And this call I will never, ever forget as long as I live. And I'm praying that God will provide us with more of these kind of stories of when Jesus took the wheel in your life. Good morning. What have you got for us? Well, I was um, had some back problems, and I was catching a ride with my girlfriend to a chiropractor. Wow. And she ran a stop sign, and we got broadsided, and I lived through it, and that's the day Jesus took control of my car. <laughs> oh, wow, really? Really. And it's so... It, was there more injuries because of the accident? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm paraplegic now. Oh, wow. So you found yourself just in a whole different world on the other side of that accident. Way different world. Well, but my eyes were opened. Can you share that just a little bit with our listeners, Joe? Well, I was off onto some Hindu stuff that a friend of mine got me into and had given up my belief in Jesus, and after that accident, everything came home for me. And that was that something that that you had been taught as a younger person, and then you started to see it again? Yeah, I was raised as a Christian, but this friend of mine got me into this Hindu business, but after that accident, I, I was awakened. Well, what a testimony you have, I would think, Joe, you know, in your situation, as other people look and see, what, what what do you tell them when they say, well, what, what reason do you have for hope, Joe? Jesus saved me. And what a, what a blessing that is. I can't, 
I've often heard that the reason that Jonah was so effective, you know, Jonah and the whale, You're right. was that when he was swallowed by that fish, that apparently that's happened in history to a couple of people, that it bleaches their skin out to where it's just bright white and they have no hair. And so, oh, darn and so here comes Jonah into Nineveh, a, a bright white-looking guy with no hair. And the rumor gets around that this guy's been swallowed by a fish and he's been spit up. Now he tells you to repent. You know, it comes out a little stronger in that case, Joe. So that's why I think you've got a rare testimony out there. And I'm so thankful that you called us, Joe. I'm glad you guys are on the air. God bless you. You, you, you keep yes. giving the hope out there. Thank you, Joe. I sure will. Bye. Bye. So that is an example of what God has done out there. We would love to hear. I know that Holy Spirit is churning in your heart right now, saying, yeah, that kind of thing happened to me. Let me share that. Please do. Please do. You could bless. Who knows what effect your story may have on some listener. 866, the number to call in, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. If you're digitally gifted, and again, the, this is your list of the Christian Car Guys show. We're bringing the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. And we talk about all sorts of things on this show. And it may, maybe you have a question. And we have Joe Abendola here, one of our Jesus Labor Love participants out of Greensboro, Abendola Automotive, that provides free car repair labor for single moms, families in crisis. And we're going to talk about some of that coming up in a little bit. But we right now would love to hear your When Did Jesus Take the Wheel story? 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. Does that pop up anything in in your heart there, Joe? Mm. No, I don't really have a good story for you. <laughs> I bet you at some point that that something's going to touch. But Joe's here to help us. If you've got that difficult, you know, thing that you've been dealing with, you know, something that that you haven't been able to repair. He is a technician. And like most technicians, I don't know if you noticed this, but they're men of few words. <laughs> so you can tell that Robbie's not a technician. <laughs> so you probably guessed that one. <laughs> but Joe, on the other hand, is. So we're here to help you with that, whatever your situation may be. But most of all, we would love to hear, where were you when Jesus took the wheel? It may have happened yesterday. It may have happened 10 years ago. But the story's there you call and share. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. 866-34-TRUTH. And for our local stations here that are on the Truth Network, I've got a little pillow talk coming up for you on the break. So listen up. Jesus take the wheel again in 2015. What a wonderful concept, and I'm so thankful for all the people that have called in to share. Where were you when Jesus took the wheel? 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. We have Ivan in North Carolina. Ivan, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm from Florida. <laughs> Oh, well, wonderful! Well, what? Tell us your story. Um, 
10 years ago. Uh, I was, um, it was me, my mom, my father, and my cousin. We were coming out of a church service, right? Uh-huh. And, and once we get to the highway, the light is green for us, right? Yeah. And this lady with her vehicle, she ran the red light, T-boning uh, us, causing our airbags from our vehicle to explode. And, you know, that was the first accident. But then we all got out of the car to check up on, on each other. And in a minute, instantly, the, this guy comes in a big truck, SUV. The velocity of his speed was 70 to 80 miles an hour. And so, I mean, I, I'm living right now by the grace and glory of God because I was actually hit by that SUV. Every attempt there, I felt cracked my head. I was ran over again. I'm not even supposed to be alive right now. But by the glory of God, I am alive. I'm here to testify also. But, um, you know, when I was hit and ran over by that SUV, I was dead 10 minutes on the road. I was in a coma for one month. But look at this. During those moments, I was in heaven. Wow. Do you believe in miracles? Oh, I do. I do, Ivan. And hearing from you today assures me once again, as I, as I love to hear how God has come through for us. So he's got something special for you here, Ivan. He's got something for you to do, I'll bet. And one of the things you've already done today is testify that he saved you. That's awesome. God bless you, Ivan. I appreciate your story more than you know. And we got a bunch of other folks, but we'd love to hear your story. 866-348-7884-866-34 Truth. We got Jim is in Raleigh, North Carolina. Jim, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I enjoy your show, and I just turned it on this morning, and then to hear your your story about you and your brother spinning out in the car and not touching the, the side of the road uh, kind of touched a nerve with me when I was a freshman in college at Mars Hill up in the western part of the state. I borrowed a buddy of mine's uh, Yamaha 400 and oh, wow. took it out on a joy ride. I had one of those motorcycles. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, well, I was on it. It was a dead of winter, and I took it up to the physical plant. You know, it was kind of an uphill ride, and I had a big down jacket on and uh, took a corner a little bit too hot like you guys did and went down the side of the, the incline. And I was actually falling backwards, and it, I mean, it's like in slow motion. I could see the motorcycle following me as I'm falling backwards. But when I did come to a stop, the motorcycle came to a stop right in front of me, upright on two wheels. <laughs> I don't know how in the world that happened because it could have flopped over one side or the other, but it was up on two wheels, handlebars and everything pointing straight. The only thing that happened to me was I ripped my down jacket, and the only thing that happened to the motorcycle was I bent the kickstand a little bit in the handlebar and, of course, had to pay the guy across the hall damages. But I truly believe that an angel uh, just caught me in his arms and protected me and and 30 years later i don't know if i was a truly a convert then a truly a born-again christian then but i feel like the good lord kept me around later because i did go through a true conversion in 2004 and and looking back over my shoulder now in 2015 over the last 10 years i can certainly see the fruit to show for it so he he certainly had a purpose and a plan that day to keep me around and uh so your story this morning kind of 
um, and, sparked a yeah sparked and, what happened with me when I was a freshman in college. Jim, I commend your courage and. You know, isn't it cool? The rocks would cry out if we didn't. So in this case, <laughs> you did. And I'm so grateful. Thank you for calling in today and sharing that. It's, that is just an amazing story. And You're when I, I, I can see that motorcycle in my mind because I had one. Fortunately, yeah. I never went down on it. But God bless you, brother. Thanks for calling. Well, thank you. God oh. bless your show, and thank you for what you do. Thank you. All right. We need your story. 866 348 Three for truth. I'm going to give you an update on the Jesus Labor Love here in a few minutes on what God's doing. Single moms, families in crisis, automotive crisis, and then we got our friend Joe Abandola here as well to help out. We got Steve is in Louisville, Kentucky. Steve, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, I'm excited to hear your story. Um, I don't know how in the world I'm picking you up, but I just felt compelled to call. Uh, I'll try to be as brief as possible about it. I've spent most of my life uh, drinking and running around with women. I mean, basically just doing everything. I was raised a Catholic and gave it up a long time ago, and and basically just uh, you know the story. I mean, I, I I did every bad thing you can possibly think of, you know. Yeah. And um, I went from being like really successful to essentially being homeless but as a matter of fact this being a car show it happened to me in a car um i was at the end of my rope and i was driving down this road and i had been trying to go to these aa meetings and stuff and doing all these treatment centers trying to you know quit drinking and uh and i was driving down the road and of course aa is kind of an anonymous uh, thing at this time. It, this was back in 1996. And um, you never saw these guys like outside the meetings. And one day I was driving down the road and I was at the end of my rope and these guys kept telling me, just keep, just pray, just pray, just pray. And I'm like, man, you know, nobody, you know, I, I wasn't really, well, as I said, I was at the end of my rope. So finally I just started praying in the morning, you know, God help me. Well, Ooh, this is going to be a good weeks. one, Jim. I hate that you can't hear the music in the background because we got to go to a break, but we're stopped at a perfect spot where you started to pray so that God's going to show up. Please, please, please hang on for us in Louisville, Kentucky. We got Steve, we got Harley, we got Jim, we got a lot of other stories. We got a lot of stuff for you here on the Christian Car Guy Show. So stay tuned and call with your story 866 348 7884. When Jesus took the wheel, that's the day. That's the question today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We would love to hear how that happened with you. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share your story. 866-348-7884. And when we left our hero, Steve, in Louisville, Kentucky, he was at the end of his rope. He was struggling with alcohol, struggling with some other issues, at one point in time of the Catholic faith and these people came up to him and said, Steve, you got to start praying. And it sounded a little bit strange to you at first, but pick up your story there for us. 
Um, well, that's exactly what I started doing. And um, I had actually been in a treatment center, and I got out and started going to these meetings. And as I said, you never saw these guys outside of the meetings. Well, about two weeks after I got out of that last treatment center, for like the six or seven, I mean, it was even more than that. <laughs> uh, like I've lost count, to be quite honest with you. Um, I was driving down the road, and I was in like this 87 Dodge Omni. I'll never forget the car. I can see it in my um, mind. It's a Dodge, <laughs> it's a, believe it me. A, yeah. it, was, it was Dodge Omni Silver, <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh only had 50,000 miles. <laughs> but anyway, um, I was driving down the road, just going to like the dollar store or whatever, and I pulled up at a stoplight. And I saw one of the guys from this meeting, and um, and I was like, well, that's odd. I've never seen him outside the meeting. And um, at the time, I was, like, feeling really like nothing was happening. And, of course, I had years and years of guilt and just revulsion of myself built up. And um, so I drive down the road a little bit more, and I get to the next stoplight, and I look over at the car next to me. Well, it's a different guy. And the space of probably a mile and a half or two miles driving down the street in Indiana, I saw like three of these guys. By the time I made it to that dollar store, I, and I cannot explain it <laughs> other than, and I keep it to this day, I felt a million pounds lift off my shoulder and literally was transformed in that short drive down that little bitty town in Indiana from what I had been to something completely different. And it completely restored, if I ever had any faith in God, um, it restored it. If I didn't, it gave me the uh, faith in God that, you know, all I can say is I hope I, I haven't lost it to this day, and I have. Oh, been and you remember it, didn't hard it? things. I have been through some very tough stuff since then, and God has seen me through it every time. And well, the uh, thing that I that I think of Steve when I hear your story is it's fascinating to me when Jesus never healed two people the same way. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing that he, ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> and he, he had something that just for you, that he knew your heart would react, that he knew that would catch your attention. He knew how to take the burden. And like he said, <laughs> his burden is light. So I know that your story blessed some folks today amazingly, Steve. God bless you. What a testimony. What a witness you are for the Lord. And and I thank you for your courage to call in today. I really appreciate you letting me call in. Um, um, I don't know how I was picking up your station, but for whatever reason, again, I, I really <laughs> believe in this stuff. For whatever I think, reason, yeah, I was uh, meant to call your show today. So. <laughs> apparently, that's it. God bless you, All Steve. Right. Thank you. You have so a much. wonderful day. You too. You too. Well, Harley and Clemens has been hanging on for so long, I would just be remiss if I Hopefully, Harley, you're still there. Harley, you're on the... Up, I didn't. I thought he might have gone because we still have three other folks that are still there. We got, but and we're going to get to him in a minute because I got to talk about this the um, Jesus labor love, which Joe here is with us, and the 
it's car repair for single moms, families in crisis, widows, and some for them sometimes they see Jesus show up and take the wheel. And that happened for one of our uh, participants last week, Tony Lee LeBron. I, I, I asked last week if people might consider donating money to her situation. She's deaf. She's been hard-pressed to find a job. She finally found a job. It was 20 miles away. She had an alignment problem. She needed a tire. Her antifreeze was literally through her heater core coming into the front seat of her car. I mean, on the, on the pasture side. And so we asked last week that people would donate some money, and we did have some money come in. And we made some phone calls, and some people in Liberty, South Carolina, stepped up, and I want to make a shout-out to them. Keisha and her husband at Titan Automotive, I'm going to tell you, they, they went way out of their way to help t- um, Tony Lee. And then Tony at Carolina Tire there in Liberty also did. They did the alignment at way discounted price for her, so we are able to do that. But we still have a big need there. The antifreeze is still coming in. So I am going to repeat, if, Jesus, if God's put it on your heart to help Tony Lee, please send checks. We don't take any administration fee. All the money goes straight to what we're doing. It's the Jesus Labor of Love, 238 Sara, S-A-U-R-A, Lane, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 27107. Again, you go to christiancarguy.com and see how to donate the Jesus Labor of Love. That is one of the situations. The other situation we had was the lady with the autistic son in Raleigh who needs tires desperately, and we only got about half the money that we needed for that. So... If God's put it on your heart to help out those ladies, and again, one of the big ways that God helps out these ladies every week is he shows up and allows us to get these people that donate, like um, Joe Abandola there in Greensboro. We had Keisha and her husband at Titan Automotive and Tony at Carolina Tire in South Carolina, so we thank them all very much for that. We got Jim is in Greenville, South Carolina, talking about South Carolina. Oh, we lost Jim. Yeah, they've been on hold for a long time. we got Harold in North Carolina. Harold, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. Uh, good to hear from you again. Uh, I actually have two things. Uh, I'll try to be quick. Uh, this was uh, one. The first one was many years ago. I was in a little 1985 Pontiac Fiero, which, as you know, doesn't have much in the front end except a radiator and a spare tire. And it's very low. Uh, I was on a road that was going uphill, curving off to the right, a long sweeping curve. I was running, you know, about 55 or so, and coming down the hill, there was a an automobile uh, in the lane, and sharing my lane coming toward me at about the same speed I was going, I guess, was a full-size pickup truck. This is a road that doesn't have much room on either shoulder side and the only explanation I have for uh, staring death in the face one moment and the next being on my way to work is that uh, an angel must pick me up and move me around Uh, I've always considered myself a pretty good driver with quick reflexes but I told myself you may be good, but you're not that good. <laughs> and um, I went back to that spot many times and looked at it. And uh, th- there's just no way other than God said, it ain't your time. And he took care of me. The other one real quickly is uh, I used to have a motorcycle and I loved riding. <clears throat> and uh, 
this one particular time, I had been to a men's prayer breakfast, and I left, and was on a little back road over here around Moxville, and uh, wasn't paying careful enough attention to what I was doing, and I found myself drifting toward the side of the road, and I went off, and I had done that two or three times earlier in my riding history, and always managed it uh, because... Uh, being the smart aleck that I am, I thought I knew how to handle all of it. But <laughs> I, I couldn't <laughs> overcome the gap between the shoulder and the pavement. So when I came back up, uh, the bike jackknifed. So I went off in front of it. Um, I had always been concerned about if I got in a life-threatening situation that I might use some of those words that uh, I had tried real hard to give up over the years. And I was thrilled to death when I realized what was happening, that the last words that I said uh, was, oh, no. And uh, I went off in front of the bike. I was wearing no leather, uh, but I was being protected because I had on my John 316 T-shirt. And I went off and... uh, Harold, we got to we got to wrap up. Well, we got a break, but I would love to hear the end of the story. When we uh-huh. we're going to leave Harold, and he's going in front of the motorcycle. We got to hear what happens. He's going to stay on. We've got a uh, Carl is in Kearns, Utah. We're going to hear his story, and we need to hear yours. 866-348-7884. Call us now. Where were you when Jesus took the wheel, when you let go? (laughs) I love the way that she says that. I'm a letting go. I know how that feels. Maybe you know how that feels. We would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. When we left Harold, he was sliding in front of his motorcycle. Sounded pretty scary. Fortunately, he wasn't cursing along the way, as we heard. So pick it up for us, Harold. What happened? Well, I should have uh, been carted off uh, like most people would have been in that similar situation. But I came away with uh, some scrapes. Uh, I did have about eight stitches in my uh, underarm on the right side. But uh, there's just no explanation for it, uh, Robbie. Uh, I, I know I went off in front of the bike. Actually, I, I think a handlebar caught me in, in the ribs and, and actually knocked me out because from the point when I said, oh, no, realizing what was happening, uh, I didn't know anything until I'm standing up uh, in the middle of the road. Uh, also, there were no oncoming vehicles or whatever. This was a little back road, but uh, it does have traffic. Um, but I stood up in the middle of the road and uh, saw my bike about uh, 25 or 30 yards down off in a little shallow ditch. Uh, and it was quite amazing. Uh, I, I have no explanation for this one either, other than the fact that uh, God just wasn't ready for me uh, 
And that's one of the things I think is important for people that go through things like this is uh, try try to figure out uh, why. Yeah, uh, what has God got? Yeah. What's the reason that uh, so many people in accidents less than what you've just experienced don't make it, and you did? And uh, so yeah, I, I think it's very important to uh, to realize that uh, there's there is some reason that God has spared you, uh, and it, it's important to try to figure that out and and go forward. Well, God bless you, Harold. I appreciate you calling in so much this morning. Thank you. And Thank you, Robbie. Uh, enjoy your program. Thanks. We would. Oops, I just cut off the wrong one. <laughs> oh man, my friend that has been hanging on for so long that I just cut off. It's not the first time I've done that, Johnny. So please call us back eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. I was pushing the button to actually put them on, Johnny, not cut them off. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four call back with your story but i did have one story i've done this show on 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 a few other times and there was a story that i wanted to share this was a preacher kid well let's uh that had called in at one time that shared a story that was remarkable yes harry can you share with us i just want to do it real quick because i hear you got short time listen i was in college uh when this uh, incident happened uh uh, a very popular uh, student leader, and uh, uh, just really, you know, as a PK, I was expected to be good in church. And <laughs> I understand. So anyway, uh, on July 30th of that given year, uh, my mother pulled me aside and just asked for the condition of my life. And I told her, you know, I'm glad you asked, because I really am tired of being a hypocrite. And I says, as any hypocrite knows, we know who all the hypocrites in church are, and these guys are all hypocrites. So I don't mind. I'm going to quit. So anyway, she's kind of shocked. I mean, I had never done this because I was always the, you know, Mr. Nice Guy and student leader and youth leader in church and all this other stuff. So she was just totally shocked. Uh, So she, I mean, we had a long discussion past midnight, and uh, finally I said, look, I'm tired of this. I'm going to bed. She says, can we pray? I says, Mom, I just told you I don't believe in God, and you want me to pray to someone I don't believe? Forget it. You know, walked out, went to the bathroom, finished off, and as I got out, I was hearing her crying and weep before the Lord and just, just carrying on. And I just laughed, and I said, this is crazy. And the next day, uh, I just went to work, had a full day of work. At the total end of the day, I'm driving home. And as I'm driving home, uh, I was I went a different way because, my recently sold car, or I should say my cousin's recently sold car was driving in front of me. So caught up with the guy, talked with him, and went this other way. Well, so here I am on the city street, and I'm ready in, in the city of Milwaukee at the time, and we're ready to roll. There's a cab mic standing next to me, and I had this AMC car, which back then in the days you understand, everybody oh, yeah. see, right? So um, we're street racing in has a lane and a half, okay? And we're tearing off. We're doing in excess of 90 miles an hour on oh the my. city. And suddenly in front of me, there's this Buick Skylark. Oh, I see this car, and I said, oh, my God, here's I'm going to kill this guy who's just hanging out in front and on the passenger side talking to somebody. So I'm trying to figure out how to get past the Cadillac and get past me or, or, or slow down and get behind it. Meanwhile, the caddy sees my indecision, cuts me off, and so now I have no choice. 
I've got to do what I got to do. So I tagged the caddy, and that takes me into a spin. Where did the guy land? I don't know. And later on, we figured out he vaulted over the car to save his life, and I think the angel just picked him up and threw him across. Anyway, I don't have my seatbelts on. I am falling clear across the car. I say, I got to get control of the car. I get back up, pull the steering wheel up, only to see that I'm head on heading into a big old Ford LTD. And crash, it was a head on collision. And that was the end of it. The ambulance driver picked me up, and they said that the guys always were, would take bets to see how long a person would be in the hospital. Or well, what happened was my mom actually had that day that the Lord was going to uh, was going to punish me, and she was praying for my life. And when she heard the ambulances going past the house, she already told my dad to get up and get ready to go to hospital. I'm that I'm in an accident. So I you think, gave you gave your heart to the Lord. My heart to the Lord to an intern who was there and who led me back to the Lord and said, "You got to live a different life." That is a true story. Wow, and we got Carl is in Kearns, Utah. Finally, I'm going to get him. Carl, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I have quite a story to tell, but uh, I kind of reduced it down. I want to just get the highlights of my story out. Please. I uh, had a chance to go to seminary, and uh, they gave me this Bible. And no one ever gave me a Bible before, and it was really a beautiful Bible. And, you know, throughout the year of the seminary, I was in the ninth grade. Oh, I guess I was about 12, 15, or 16 years old. And I went through the year, and I put the, after the year, I, I decided I didn't want no more to do with seminary, church, or anything. And, uh, well, about nine months later, it was a really cold night, like, like right out, uh, in January. And, uh, so, I, uh, I had this, I, I was asleep, I was asleep, and I had this, I woke up and I, I had this like this change. I felt this change in me, and I all of a sudden I wanted to get with uh, my church leaders and stuff. And and, uh, and then the next Sunday, you know, and I went to try to find them, but they were busy. But the next Sunday, I had I uh, I had this feeling come over me, and I, I kept my Bible from seminary. And, and I went and got the Bible out of my drawer. And I held it in my chest. And uh, Carl, you got to kind of go quick for us because we only have about thirty more seconds. Okay, and then, and then uh, I felt that I should look out my window, and so I did. And so my neighbor was able to help me get to church and stuff. So the Lord, you know, worked with me to, even though I didn't know I wanted church. I uh, I didn't know I, I you know he, my neighbor helped me but that's what happened to me and so I got a relationship with the Lord and stuff and I've been blessed to read the Bible nearly three times now. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Carl is in Utah. Well, we are going to wrap up this. Jesus, take the wheel, Lord. We pray that you all would have heard this show today would think about wow maybe if we let go Jesus will take the wheel for you. In 2015, Jesus take the wheel again. Thanks again.